Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. It takes a lot behind-the-scenes work and preparation to make the cattle look their absolute best before gracing the colored shavings at World Dairy Expo. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Jason Danhoff, dairy cattle merchandiser, shares insight into his role in helping exhibitors prep their animals for the show. It's really a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. You get out of it what you put into it. And it's got challenging moments, but so many rewarding moments. And it's a a lot of fun if you make it that way. And uh, I've really enjoyed it over the years. What all does it take to be a fitter? And what is your role? Well, it just depends on who you're working with. I think at the end of the day, it's about the final touches. Most of your clients have put in a lot of effort at home to get to this point. A lot of expense, a lot of hard work. And And you're kind of like the finishing touches on what they've already put so much effort into. And uh, it depends on who you're working for. Some of the clients know exactly what they need to do, when they need to do it. And other people need more of a full service type of situation where you need to tell them what to do. But you kind of figure it out with uh, who you're working for at each particular show. And, you know, a situation always varies, but you should probably be able to do everything or at least have some ideas on what you think looks best or will help them make their animal look the best. How did you get started fitting? Were you just happened to do it while you were showing on your own and decide, okay, maybe this is something I want to stick with? Or where did that really interest kind of spark? I uh, actually didn't grow up on a dairy farm. We lived out in the country. My father had grown up on a dairy farm and we joined 4-H and we wanted Guernseys like my father had had. So he bought us some Guernseys, but we just kind of had to do everything ourselves. And we had some nice efforts and we were fortunate that we were able to compete at a pretty high level, but we always did the work ourselves. Looking back, it was a really great opportunity to be involved in a colored breed that we were able to compete at a national level a lot of times with what we had. Um, We didn't spend a lot of money on stuff, but we tried really hard. We learned to do stuff ourselves. And eventually when I got good enough at it, other people started asking for help. And eventually I started making money. And as I went through, I paid. I went to UW-Madison. I paid for school as I went, clipping cows, and I just kind of kept doing it as I I went on. And after school, I didn't get a real job ever. I just kept clipping, and eventually I got to go to 16 different countries and work and found out that you can pretty much do it 365 days a year if you want. So I was really fortunate that way. You know, starting with a colored breed, it really allowed us to do our own thing and learn as we went and, and get better. What tips or tricks have you learned over time? Probably been different ways to potentially fit the animal as trends have changed for what the judge is looking for. So how are you continually trying to stay up with these trends? Yeah, I don't clip that much anymore, really. So uh, I I have to kind of pay attention to what the younger guys are doing, uh, what's going on. But just watching what goes to the ring, what you think looks good, talking to people that judge a lot. I'm fortunate to work for some guys that do a lot of judging and they tell you what they like to see 
in the ring what looks good to them in the ring and just because it looks nice you think in the barn doesn't necessarily when you get them out there with all the other ones doesn't necessarily look like it should or as nice as you think it does so talking to guys that judge a lot it's a great opportunity and most of them are really great guys and gals and they'll give you pointers if you need some or want some and I think that that's probably the best way to try and keep up with trends or to get ideas on what you should be doing to make animals look better. There's seven different dairy breeds so do you fit or get them ready in different ways or is it usually kind of the same similar top line everything for all or does it kind of change depending on their body size depth of rib and things like that? Yeah definitely it obviously it's the same thing you're doing that you want them to get them straight and angular and dairy looking but uh, it changes from breed to breed like based on like their color markings how much white or dark pigment they have things like that really will uh, affect what like length blade you use Um, that's probably the biggest thing and then like if they're deep ribbed you don't need to leave as much belly hair sometimes or if they have a big front end uh, perhaps you take their shoulder tighter like this is the kind of top you leave but uh, there's a few things that you change but all in all it's uh, generally the same as we go where all do you fit at i know you mentioned you've been to a few different countries but what are some of maybe your highlights when i was younger i spent a lot of time in europe i really made a lot of great connections there and as we've kind of transitioned into the genetics business we have a great market for embryos there and bulls semen um, based on a lot of the contacts i made as i was clipping i've got to go all over south america America, Australia, it's uh, Europe. It, it's really been a great experience. Anymore, I, I stay close to home, more of a family life now, so it's a little tougher to get away. But uh, yeah, I've had opportunity to go all over the U.S. from coast to coast and 16 different countries, and it's really a lot of great experiences, a lot of great people. You don't usually see a lot of culture when you're there, but you get to meet a lot of people, make a lot of friends, see a lot of different ways of uh, dairy farming in general. What is maybe the most well-known animal that you've been able to fit and get ready for a show that did well or something like that, like a good fun story that really sticks with you throughout these memories? It's not my favorite question in the world because everybody wants to know what the best cow you've ever got to clip. And honestly, there's one of my own that I I really, really liked. She was uh, the first Holstein I ever bred and she was grand at her Wisconsin stage show. I think it was in 2003 and that to me was like the greatest thing because I took a lot of pride in doing my own. Probably the most recognizable cow I ever got to work with was Veronica the year she was supreme champion here at World Dairy Expo in the early 2000s and that was a great honor but you know it's it's always really great that people want you to prepare their best animals that they've put so much hard work into you know whether they're going to be the supreme champion or just uh, hopefully competitive in a class it's, to me it's it's all a great honor it's a, the fortune of who you get to work for that's more arbitrary just doing your best with uh, the opportunities you're given is probably the best part. What tips or suggestions do you have for somebody who is maybe wanting to be a fitter and make this their full-time gig like you said you can do this like it can be a pretty good full-time job it's not easy it's a lot of hard work i did it for 20 some years after college and it's a great living really if you enjoy working hard meeting people you don't have to be the most talented person ever in the world but you'll learn a lot as you go and I think working hard is the key because anymore if you work hard you will get work everywhere and uh, you know if you're a good person that people like to be around and work hard it'll take you a long ways and and just having the amount of ambition to try hard at what you're doing it's enough to get you a long ways in this business. 
That was Jason Danhoff, dairy cattle merchandiser. He encourages those interested in becoming professional fitters to reach out to judges and learn directly from them. Ask them questions. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.